you're not late. And I see you brought a plate. Oh, fairy bread and candy floss. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Hold on, hold on. And diabetes. Sharon and Jaden on the edge. Hello, TGIM. Thank goodness it's Monday. Oh, yeah. I love it. Hell of a show planned for you. And uh, Sharon actually said this before. She said, a lot of people say that at the start of every show. They go, oh, we've got a great show for you. Big but, show, uh, big show. But uh, in all seriousness, we actually do. Yeah, we've got your chance to play The Edge's big, big box at 4 p.m. And at 5 p.m., New Zealand's greatest story will be told right here on The Edge. And that person will win five grand. Oh, very, very exciting stuff. We've heard a lot of good stuff. And uh, this is where we hear the best I just keep saying the word stuff. What the stuff. F are you talking about? Oh, you, Sharon. Yeah. Sharon, it's a, come Jayden, on. Jaden, it's three o'clock, man. I know, I know. Hey, I'm switched <laughs> on. I'm switched on. Uh, Sharon's a little bit mad at me for some things that have been going on uh, uh, out, out underneath the uh, the air. What? Off air is the word I'm looking for. Everyone, you are li- witnessing a live drowning right now. <laughs> so coming up next, I stitched Jaden up at the airport purely by accident. He was doing a good deed for me, but I instead made him look like an absolute terrorist, and you can find out why next. Yeah, that's right. It was bloody rough. We were so tired, and then I, the idiot that I am, uh, left my wallet at the edge in Dunedin, which is a good 30 minutes away from the airport. Yeah, it's a long drive. And it's uh, like further than the Auckland airport. And a shout-out to Elliot and Beth, who uh, work for us down in Dunedin. Shout-out. Absolute lifesavers, and they came and uh, delivered me my wallet panicked state. We're all freaking out. I wasn't freaking out. but The the wallet (laughs) arrived about three minutes before we had to board. Yeah, it was... Which was... was, God, it was such a It was a photo finish. It really, really was. It was bloody good. And uh, you you, you were in your state of panic. You said, oh, Jaden... You're going to have to carry my bags through to uh, through security. Because we thought that that would mean it would be quicker. I won't have to wait for anything. If you yeah. just take my backpack. Because I had no bags. Exactly. Because I'm not luggage. Nah. <laughs> not at are. all. That's not you. But um, <laughs> So I gave it to you and it was nothing. It was just my work bag yep. with a laptop in it and my lunch bag, which I take everywhere that just has my vitamins in it. Yeah. And if you know, and I told you, I was like, hey, if it's, it's got if this is just my vitamins, blah, blah. I didn't even, think, I didn't even know you weren't allowed to carry someone else's thing through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the, the, the first thing I thought of, I was kind of nervous, is when you gave me two bags, because my girlfriend does that all the time. She goes in onto the plane and she'll have like a backpack and then like a handbag. Yeah. And I always get real nervous because like, make sure there's only one item of carry-on, seven kgs, I was about to say, <laughs> kilometres. Um, and so I was a bit nervous when I was holding those two things, but I'll do it anyway, because I love you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Damn straight. <laughs> and what happened? I walked through and uh, everything's okay. But then one of your bags, the one with all the vitamins, uh, slides across and goes into this other a- a- aisle. And I'm like, oh, gosh. That's when you start freaking out. You're I, like, someone Chappelle called me, I know it. I just started freaking out. I was like, oh, gosh. Her SP2's in there, isn't it? <laughs> no. That always gets checked. I don't want anyone putting their paws on that. That is checked and ready at all times. Okay. Thank goodness for that. But uh, then, then we go around and she and she was like, "Whose is this?" And it's this like square florally bag. And I was like, "No, that, that's mine." And then that's, the, that's mine. Straight away they would have seen you and been like, "Ah, there's going to be a kilo of weed in here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone does think I'm a stoner surfer, but Lord, uh, to see me on a surfboard, I'm no good at all, uh, and I can't even wakeboard. I've never gotten up and. 
I could reminisce about all the boarding I can't Okay, do. well, less about so. you not getting up and more about uh, what happened to you in customs. So she, she whips out your bag. I, like, lean forward. She's like, whoa, 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 take a step back. I, I Instantly, I feel like a criminal. I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's like, you see where, the, you see where those footprints are? I was like, yep. She's like, put your feet on them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I stand a couple metres back. I plant my feet. She's like, so is this your bag? I was like, yes. She's like, did you pack this yourself? And I was like, oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> She, she, she's like, what's inside? I was like, oh, a bunch of vitamins and oxidants. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Neither. I know. And she, she unzips it. She opens it. And she's like, and a knife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this and has I was like, to me before. I was like, I was like a, a what? <laughs> she's like, a knife. And I'm like, oh, my, how the frick did that get in there? <laughs> And it's because it's my lunch bag and I always bring my own cutlery. Yeah, well, yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, what's this for? And I was like, I'm, I'm panicking here. I feel real terroristy. Like, <laughs> I just, I, I want to say, this isn't my bag. I want to say, but I, if you said that, I, I want to jump. Uh, then I'd be like, so yeah, so why are you carrying it? You can't My mum works in customs as well. And I was like, oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, know. I was like, I was like, mum wouldn't be proud. This is not a proud moment, Mum. I'm sorry, Mum. But you got She reminded me of my mum as well, actually, the lady. So, that, so in a way, I felt comforted, but uh, but scared. But the thing is, it can happen. Yeah. And you go, you go through customs, huh. and you have the, oh, God, moment when you remember that something yeah. is in there. She so, measured it, and it was okay. It was clear to go through. The knife was oh, so all good. Back in there. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. It was too long. It was too long, so she so didn't. Lost she, you knife. lost your knife. Okay, you owe me but five dollars for the knife. But there was a spoon the in there as well, and she goes, "You can spread your stuff with your spoon." <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, "Okay." Tracy, what did you have in your bag? I had three lighters. Three lighters. Oh gosh! Dang, girl, someone was having a bloody big old huff, weren't they? <laughs> well, I was a smoker back then, so you just, you know, you have a lighter, you lose it, it falls in your bag with all the other crap in there, and you just get another one. Absolutely. Uh, sounds like something a firebug would say. <laughs> <laughs> my kids were horrified. They'd pull everything out of my bag. Yeah, oh, I yeah. Them and bet they did. And what did you have anything in there that you were ashamed of? This happened to one of my friends once, and she had like a wobbly sausage thing in there. <laughs> No, I don't think I had one of them in there. You don't think? You didn't no, say you did, did it. Are you I sure? I, I don't know, <laughs> Tracy. Oh, Sounds like a real Trace thing to do. <laughs> no, I, I can honestly say there wasn't a wobbly sausage in my bag. Okay, well, that's good, Tracy, because I would have been real disappointed in you. Hey, thanks <laughs> thanks so much for your call, babe, and uh, I hope that that was the moment that you decided that you only needed one lighter and to stop them and smoking uh, out of your yeah, mouth and your nose at the same time. Yeah, no, definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, babe. Cheers, Tracy. See ya. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. What did you have in your bag? Uh, well, it was um, Rarotonga. We were going over there for um, for New Year's a couple of years ago. And um, I decided to, my wife picked a bag, and I decided to throw some condiments in there for sandwich making. Oh, okay. Oh, you sort of get that sandwich nice and... I'm picking up what you're putting yeah, down. Yeah, okay, nice and mayoed. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Bit sorry, of relish. <laughs> I packed some of that in there and I sort of forgot that I stuck it in there. Oh. And um, anyway, we got through the bag x-ray and we start walking out the other side and um, and this lady comes running over and she sort of sort of stops us and grabs my bag and said, oh, hold on, sir, I just need to have a look through your bag. And oh. she said, you know, have you picked your bag? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then anyway, rummaging through it for, for quite some time and... Um, <laughs> And then she finds a sort of a secret pocket, and um, and oh, anyway, she's no. of loop, and she sort of she's crouched down, and I'm standing over, and she looks up at me and goes, and I just smiled at her. She said, 
Oh, that's all, sir. Yep, fine. Thank you. On your way. <laughs> oh, I love that. I can just imagine how red you were as well, and you're probably like trying to not make it look like you're in a hurry to get to like the Kudu Lounge or something like that as well. And you were like, oh, that's why he bought his vinaigrette with him. <laughs> wow, Matt. What did your wife do? Did she did she leave you? Uh, yeah, she, um, yeah, my wife's wild, and we, uh, there's some friends with us too, and they just cracked up and sort of a uh, joke of the trip. So. Oh, no, it's all fun and games in the end. I love Good it. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Matt. And Carol, what did you have in your bag, Carol? Um, I had a 110 gram tube of Sensodyne toothpaste. Oh, well, Holy heck, that babes. Wasn't, that did not go where I thought I, it was going. For a second there, I thought Chappelle Corby had called up and given us a fake name, and I was quite excited. I was, I was like, look out, J-Dog, we're going to get a bit of a scoop right now. Uh, but, Carol, yeah. you, you had 110 grams of Sensodyne. You are a crazy bitch. You're a why, criminal. Why did you have that much toothpaste? You, you're so irresponsible. Mm. Well, because I'd been away on holiday and I took a small tube over with me and got it, got it through customs because it was under 100 grams. Yeah. But as I was coming back, I didn't think I, it, the little one had run out. I'd put a big one in my bag. Oh, for goodness so sake. So when I got to Sydney, they wanted to take it off me, but I'd just come off a 15-hour flight. So they oh. decided I'd go to the bathroom and use it first. Oh, yes. Carol. Yeah. So when I came back, um, they did a full body search on me because I was obviously dodgy. Oh, shit. Carol. I, honestly, I've heard some I've heard some calls on this radio show, <laughs> and that is the most disappointing. <laughs> like, I cannot believe that you would do that. Like, where does you know? Who everyone knows you can't take 110 grams of toothpaste on the plane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like we should cancel your ear points. Like, yeah. it's just you know, it's very irresponsible. Absolutely. So I yeah. hope I hope you went home, took a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. And then you thought, it's all good because I've got no sensitive teeth. Sensitive so good, eh? I've got, yeah, so I've got real sensitive teeth. Uh, the taste, uh, not the best, I don't reckon, but good for my sensitive teeth. So uh, well done there. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Love you so much, Carol. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Cheers, I don't Carol. I why I just said that. <laughs> I didn't mean disappointing as a new story. It was disappointing. I was, That's what I thought yeah. you meant at no. first. That's why I lost it. I was no. like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I would never say person. that. Carol, I did not mean it like that, just so you know. I didn't mean it like that. I just meant more like I was just doing a joke because it was In, toothpaste. And indeed. Some people get caught with, like, marijuana. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. New Zealand's greatest story. With Sharon and Jaden. Yes, we have been on the hunt for New Zealand's greatest story over the last couple weeks. We've gone around the country, and the country has come to us via theedge.co.nz and and online registrations, and we've heard some absolute doozies, some shocking ones, some funny ones, some heartfelt ones, and it's time to find out the winner. Yes, now, we did a little trick earlier Mm. on today. We'll pull back the big big imaginary curtain here, and (laughs) we got a person that we met in Mount Monganui mm-hmm. to come into the Edge Studios. We told him that he was finalist number three and there'd been two more people that we had seen that day. But really, he was the guy that was going to win. Oh. We had played his story along with a couple of other ones to a whole group of people over the weekend and they mm. all unanimously said that he had the best story. Yep. And he told us the story in the Mount. We have never played it because we wanted to save it just in case he won. And this... Ladies and gentlemen, is Max, and this is New Zealand's greatest story. So my granddad, from 18 years old, was the only income for six to seven people in his house in Samoa. Wow. He um, did that for about five to six years. <laughs> then he joined the police force, became one of the first translators for Samoa to English in court. A couple of years after that, he was walking home from the pub. He was quite intoxicated, and in Samoan culture, you go, if you think a girl's... 
pretty. Oh. And um, he did that. The girl turned around and she she had no hair. She was very, looked very rugged, and she turned around and chucked a rock at his head. Oh my gosh! He, he knocked he knocked it, he got knocked out. He woke up the next morning. She asked if he was okay. He said yes, and she said, "Well, get the out then." Oh, <laughs> Couple of weeks later, he's he comes back from the pub not to see her or anything, but he's walking past to go back home. Uh, he's he hears her screaming, so he goes inside, and her uncle that has pretty much raised her is actually. Abusing her. Oh my he gosh! Goes in, he beat him up. He took her, which was end up being my nana. Oh wow! Took her underneath the household. Um, worked for a few more years, saved up enough money for the rest of those people that were under his house to start their own lives, and then had my dad, my uncle, and my auntie, and then moved to New Zealand for a better life. And now we're all. Oh we're my up. gosh! That up. is freaking incredible. Next. That is like the most yeah. beautiful story. Yeah. Such a beautiful story. Uh, we heard that in the, at the Mount and everybody that was standing around uh, had tears in their eyes. We've played it to mm-hmm. multiple people around the Edge offices. We sent it over to the project where you can see Max tonight. Yes. Uh, we sent it to, you know, friends of ours and we were like, what do you think out of these four stories? Which one's your favourite? And mm. every single person said Max. And we were lucky enough to catch up with them earlier and we tricked him that we were recording him, but we were actually <laughs> telling him that he won. When they when they would like reminisce on that story, do they ever bicker about the part the part where uh, your grandma knocked your granddad oh, out, yeah, or was it fond? Yeah, the way she tells it was, yeah, he was being stupid, and then <laughs> I sussed him out, and then <laughs> grandpa's side was Shh, didn't even hurt. <laughs> I just wanted to sleep at her house. Oh, well, that is yes. so amazing. It's such an awesome story. I love the roller coaster of it about the ups, the downs, the happy ending. It's so good. It's got everything. That is why you're definitely one of our finalists. Thank you so much, Max. Yes, That's Very well done, Max. Love that. Or maybe you just one finalist. We, we don't have any other finalists, mate. We don't have any other finalists. It's, just, it's just you. Yeah, that's New Zealand's greatest story right there. Max. Max, uh, I hope you've got room in your car. Let's go. You just won $5,000. <laughs> yes. yes. Congratulations, Max. That's well sick, man. That's it. I bet your boys that uh, couldn't be bothered driving to Auckland with you today are regretting that decision. Now you got five grand to take back with you. No busies for them. Oh. Congratulations. Well done, it's such a beautiful story, and that's what we loved about it. It was so like heartwarming, the journey mm. that your grandparents had together, and I loved that, how much it means to you as well. Like The way you told it to us in the mountains, like you were still there when it all happened. It's so yeah. beautiful and such an awesome like someone love story. I love it. So congratulations, yeah. five grand's all yours, pal. Well done, mate. As you, said, as you said, if someone could tell a better story than that, they deserve five grand, but oh, we didn't hear any, unfortunately, so it's all yours, mate. Yeah, man, you win. <laughs> I went to a party over the weekend. Oh, Sharon. What do you mean, oh, Sharon? I, I always no, go no. to parties. I, I don't know, just no, that's, what I gonna, no, no, that's what I was going to say. You better calm down there. I know, you're like, check you're, me out. Yeah, 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 you're burning the candle at both ends. And I uh, <laughs> went out and had a great time, mm. uh, but one of my friends had such a great time. You know how you have that Facebook event for when you're going to a wedding or a yeah, party yeah. or whatever, and there's always something the next day. It's like, hey, has anyone seen my... Oh. So there was like about 50 messages it felt like. People being like, anyone seen my glasses? Anyone seen my shoes? It was like seven people left their shoes there. It was a great time. <laughs> um, but one of my friends, he did a post and it said, if anyone's seen a third of a tooth, it's oh. mine. Can you please return it? Because he had dived into the pool that was at the party and uh, there's like a step there that you could kind of sit on and mm. he like 
Full went into that and snapped off a third of his front. Oh. <laughs> how crazy is that? And, like, oh. the thing is I got thinking about it, I was like, oh, my God, like, how many people would have gone to a party and done something for themselves? Like, for example, this is a story that is going to make all dudes grab so. their sizzler. Ah. So my friend was at a party, <laughs> and he was trying to be cool. And the bathroom had one of those, uh, you know, like scissor windows that you push up in old villas and old buildings and stuff. Yep. And he saw his friends outside smoking and he'd just given up smoking. So he leaned out the window and proceeded to make it rain on them and was laughing so hard, but then didn't realize that the scissor window wasn't that safe. Oh, no. And it went... Whack! Oh, right down onto his double cheese. Oh. So they then had to go the next day, like, well, not the next day, straight away, had to get an ambulance. Mm. Luckily, it was still attached. Had to get an ambulance to the hospital. Had to get a whole lot of stitches to put his no. frankfurter back together. No, thanks. And then he couldn't be around his girlfriend or anything that might... That might put him that, in a good mood. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because every time that happened, it potentially it was really painful because oh. it would start ripping the stitches. What about the mornings? What about when he wakes up? Well, and you get a BMW. I don't know. I don't. Well, I've never had that experience, but I don't know that he just couldn't. He had to keep it as uncooked as possible because otherwise he was going to rip his stitches. Yeah, you're going to rip the stitches. So he was quite literally going to crack his woody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's one way of putting it. And you know what? He probably was drinking a Woody. Oh. But 0800 The Edge, text us a 3343. What have you left at the party? And I'm not talking about your phone. I'm not talking about your blimmin' rip-off Dior sunglasses. <laughs> I'm talking about what body part did you leave at the party? Oh. If we can get one call for this, I'm going to be surprised. If we get yeah. no calls, that's fine. But we- I want to hear a story about how somebody left a body part at a party. Now, Samuel, what about you? Are you doing that? You're sniff, sniffing, repeating on your armpits? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Samuel, we're talking about what body parts you left at the party. What did you leave behind? Oh, um, so it was one of my nails off my fingers when I was trying to open up a Fanta bottle at this party. Oh. Oh. See, this is my dream, Samuel. And oh. it's, it's a small dream. I want to be one of those people that are cool at a party that can pop a bottle of beer with, like, a lighter or a spoon. You can do that? Just uh, anything. Yeah. I can teach so you. You can do it with a fingernail. I tried to, but, like... It didn't go great. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? Has your fingernail grown back, or is it like Jaden yeah, where the nails yeah, doesn't exist like, anymore? I tough of it. Half of it has. Yeah. Oh, oh Samuel, that is Send us gross. a pic. No, we don't need to see a pic I of that. See it. <laughs> hey, GC, welcome to the show. What body part did you leave behind at the party? Oh, one of um, my mate's friends, his mate jumped up at the rafters in the garage and on the way down his ring caught a nail and degloved his finger. Oh, oh shit, timberific. That no is me. gross. Now, what happened What happened next? Did anyone know what to do or did you all just oh, freak I'm, out? I'm assuming they all just went straight to the hospital, eh? Oh, And you kept on partying. Yuck. Uh, Text at three three four three. My mate had a glass eye and he put it in someone's drink at a party. The guy ended up eating it. 
uh, drinking it, sorry. And oh. so he didn't get to take it home. Imagine if you knew you drank someone's eye. That would just be the worst. But surely there's like infect, like st- stuff yeah. that'll do bad oh, things to your inside. And it's glass, so yeah. it like might screw up your inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And go, like, and the, the exit door as well wouldn't be fun, would it? Oh, somebody said I bit off a chunk of my tongue at a party oh, once. Gosh. Alcohol and trampolines do not miss. This is gross. The only thing I leave at parties is the blood, sweat and tears because I work my ass off on that dance floor. No, you do, you do. You're real... <laughs> You're a real uh, regular showman. Actually, do you know what's really weird is that I um, met someone on the weekend yeah. who went to a wedding that you were at when you were like 19. No and way. And they said that it was... It would have been Renee from the Lactation Station's wedding. It was It was literally, the, they said it was the most bizarre thing they've ever seen that you just went ham like all night. You did not stop. You just danced like you were performing. I never stop. I love dancing. It's so much fun. As, and I've, I've read poems to you guys. I don't like the dance circles. I love when we're all together. It's just that time of just unity. We're all at, we're all one, not a care in the world. You get very sexual, though, so it's really hard to, oh. like, dance with you because your moves are always so sexual. I don't know if it's sexual, but it, uh, I guess the... It's like the, Pussycat the, Doll era. <laughs> That's exactly... You're like a Pussycat Doll when you dance. I'm provocative. Mm, <laughs> I get up. the people going. 